This show is brought to you by listeners like you. Support this show at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show. Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter, and we're uh, talking independent pro wrestling as we do on this show. Great line of interviews. Check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, or the video versions on our Facebook page or YouTube for Wrestling Mayhem Show. And uh, please drop us a line, goodtimes at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. If you uh, have any other thoughts about indie wrestling questions for any announced guests coming up, look for those on the Facebook events page. Or uh, or have anything else we anybody we should talk to or anything of, of those sorts. And also please support Wrestling Mayhem Show and all the shows over at patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, today I have a guest that was uh, recommended to me uh, uh, by our, our good friend on the show, Bobby F. J-Town, has been telling me about her for several weeks now, is a big fan of hers. So uh, we had to get her on the show uh, due to a chance Twitter encounter. Seems to be how we're booking a lot these days. Uh, Kennedy Brink is joining me from Florida. How are you doing today, Kennedy? I am tremendous. I have my plain shot of espresso here from Dunkin' Donuts. I'm driving on 192 in Kissimmee, Florida. It's beautiful here. A nice 73 degrees. Uh, I must say it is cloudy. I can't lie and say it's sunny. But... <laughs> But it's better than, I think, well, you're in Pittsburgh, are you not? Yes, I am, but we're enjoying some 40 and 50 uh, uh, degree days as of late, thankfully. So it's been uh, it's been uh, uh, very thawed, uh, uh, thankfully. But, uh, yeah, yeah, this is interesting because you're like, you even when he says, yeah, I'll be in a car because that's kind of how I do interviews. I, <laughs> I thought that was an interesting. Just, not- it kind of happened by, like, chance one time, and then I was like, you know, this is actually not too bad because I'm always uh, around this time heading towards uh, Team 3D Academy and it's about a 20-30 minute drive so it ends up being uh, working out nicely. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I want to get into that here in a little bit. Uh, but of course we like to start the the we like to start the uh, interview with a little bit of a kind of a break the ice question. You know, obviously you're into this. You got to be a fan of of it. Uh, what is your earliest memory of professional wrestling or maybe the thing that hooked you into pro wrestling? Um, honestly, for me, I didn't have any, like, friends or family that was into it. I didn't have any, uh, connection that someone brought me and was like, hey, this is, this is cool. Let's watch this. No, I was literally flipping through the channels, uh, probably fourth or fifth grade. And it, I don't remember who was on the television or what was on the television, but it got me and drew me in. And at the time, 7-Eleven was doing a campaign with the Slurpees and all that stuff. And, of course, uh, I was at 7-Eleven getting Slurpees, so I saw the times and whatever else to get uh, to get me watching on a regular basis. And uh, I was in. My first favorite uh, was The Rock. And then uh, for a few months, I had, like, a transitionary period where I loved Goldberg. And then uh, Undertaker ever, ever since then. So, uh, yeah. Um, my first few, the thing that I really enjoyed was I remember uh, Jericho and Triple H really, um, that being uh, the main event of the for one of the first uh, house shows I went to in Baltimore. That's amazing. And of course, so what what, what brings you from um, um, 7-Eleven Cups and, and, and Undertaker Fuse to, uh, to, to saying, I want to get into the ring? Um, well, to me, for me, I always knew I wanted to do 
something in some shape or form with wrestling for my career. And initially, it was going to be, I'm going to be a writer. And I went on the WWE website, WWF website, whatever, and I was like, all right, what degree do I need? So that was the plan. I was like, absolutely, because uh, growing up, I was 240-plus pounds. I didn't, you know, I wasn't an athlete. I lived vicariously through my television screen and my computer. I got home from school and sat down by my computer and just did nothing. So, but it was all for wrestling, you know. And then I was like, you know, what's truly stopping me from living out my dream and my my vision of getting in the ring? And that was around junior year, senior year of high school. And uh, I dropped 60, 70 pounds to do it and become an athlete. So uh, it's, been a, it's been a long journey to do this and in more ways than one for me because I've had a, a lot of self uh, conscious issues and uh, self image issues that I still battle on a daily basis, but that makes me stronger, I think, than the the average person trying to chase this. That's amazing. I I, I know uh, as someone, I have not. I'm not somebody who uh, uh, has has gotten the physical prowess. I was always the clumsy one in the school, high school sports myself. Like for somebody that's looking to kind of make that turnaround, you know what? Like it's hard to find that motivation, or was it just the wrestling provided that motivation for you to just push through that initial getting used to working out and and and, and getting into that vibe? Uh, definitely, it was the one thing in the back of my head that was like, you know, push harder because at the time, you know, I'm young, I'm seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and I couldn't go five minutes on an elliptical for the lowest resistance, you know. So mm. it was kind of like a a thing where I was like, wow, this is. I'm still so young. I still have so much opportunity. Go for it. Keep pushing. And wrestling was always the thing in the back of my head that was uh, gave me that. But also the outlet to do it, too, because the first person that really helped me to lose the majority of my weight was, a, at the time, he was an independent professional wrestler. Um, and he was signed to the WWE a few times afterwards. And he also went to Team 3D Academy. So I could say that uh, he was definitely... And still is a, a guardian angel of mine. Um, and his name is Pat Brink, and so that's where the, the last name Brink came from. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so you mentioned Team 3D Academy, um, and, and one of the questions that came in is is, is asking about you know working there, of course, under the, the famous Dudley Boys. Uh, uh, you know, how did you get hooked up with the, the Academy, and, and, and what's it like uh, training there? Obviously, you're still, you're still doing time there. Sure. Um, I've been here since February of 2015, and it was, without a doubt, the best decision I could have made for my career. Um, I, I started wrestling in um, 2009, and I started my career up there in Maryland with MCW, Maryland Championship Wrestling. Great group of people. Um, but Pat Brink was the guy that went to Team Duty and all, always put it in my head, even before I started training. It was like, you should go to Team 3D. It's where you need to be. So it was always something in the back of my head, but... Being a young kid, I still had to finish college, you know, things like that. And I really didn't. It was something I wanted to do, something I said I wanted to do, but never thought I'd actually do it type of thing. So uh, in 2015, I won an NWA $2,500 scholarship from uh, Les Thatcher, Nigel McGinnis, Lance Storm, Dr. Tom Pritchard, Gerald Briscoe. They all picked me out of 45 people um, in this camp that we did to win $2,500 toward my wrestling career. And... So the excuses weren't there anymore because I just finished college. Um, and it was, well, what's holding you back now from going and doing it? And it was more of a mental thing. So I used that money and I, I took up and I moved to Florida here. And um, it's, like I said, the best thing that I could have done. We have a 
not only do we have Bubba and Devon, two guys that have been everywhere and done everything and are so smart to the industry and people say you want to train under people that have done what you want to do and they obviously have done so much. So um, it's great to be under them and their wisdom. We also have a, a, a man named Dan Carr here who is a muscular endurance coach who originated the American Gladiators who really pushes a lot of good values in your head, including that you don't just want to be strong, you want to be strongest for longest. Um, and that's a great mentality to have here as athletes, not just as wrestlers, but athletes, bar none. So Team 3D Academy, is, there's lots of great schools out there, but I can't press how great Team 3D Academy is here in Kissimmee, Florida. Thumbs up. There you go. Yeah, the strength coach is something I usually don't hear about in, in, in when talking about looking for an indie wrestling school or I'm a pro wrestling school or anything like that. That that seems like that'd be a huge thing for people that, especially. I mean, this is it's so unlike any other sport. I mean, we, how many times we see football players and and other you know amateur wrestlers and everything you know just just fizzle out from the physicality of it, right? Absolutely, and the way that Dan always says, you know, with football. You know, guys will run a play for 30 seconds and then have like a three or four minute break. But that's completely, that's completely opposite for us. We'll go three or four minutes and not even have a break sometimes. So as, as far as in a match. So that's how you want to train is to, to have that endurance and the conditioning and keep strong throughout the entire, you know, drill or the entire match. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I got some other questions that were submitted here. Um, again, uh, well, Bobby, we already found out how, how she got her name. Uh, but uh, Bobby F. J-Town, who, who again hooked us up with this interview, thank you so much for that. And and, and like I said, he, I think he's your number one fan up here in the Pittsburgh area, <laughs> from the sounds of it. Oh, thank you. So, uh, so um, the, the first name comes from, I was always a huge Mr. Uh, Mr. Kennedy fan. And so it just felt <laughs> I'm not I'm not lying. So yeah, I, it was Undertaker, and right under him was uh, Mr. Kennedy. I still have promos to this day memorized from Mr. Kennedy. I don't know if that's um, bad wow. or good at this point. <laughs> but I'm dying. I am dying for someone to book an intergender tag match with him involved and myself. I'm dying for this to happen. So can someone please just make my dream come true, guys? Come on. We're gonna make sure to connect this with our uh, in, our indie promoters that we know, and then see if we can make that happen. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, did you, have you have you had a chance to encounter Mr. Kennedy out there uh, in Florida on, on the Indies anywhere? Not since I was a huge fan, and I'm embarrassed to, to say the, the times that I did. But uh, yeah, it would be cool to to meet him again on a different perspective or a different side of the uh, the guardrail for sure. Awesome. Uh, Bobby's also asking, uh, what was your favorite uh, match or person to wrestle in your career so far? Uh, I've had a few because it's really hard to narrow down um, favorites. But um, more recently, I've had a lot of opportunity to work with Rachel Ellering, who's coming up, and she's really, really, it's really, we're very similar in our perspectives and our mindsets with how much we love this industry. Um, and she's just really picked up on it super quick from, you know, she has she has a name in the industry, but at the same time, you know, she's only been physically doing this for about a year, a year and a half. So that's incredible for her, and I uh, recently been working with uh, Mia Yin slash Jade. I got to work with her recently this past few months, and um, which is crazy that it took this long because we both started in the Maryland, New Jersey, Delaware area and years ago when I was starting, and she was up there, and then she moved to Florida, and then I moved to Florida, and it took six or seven years to finally get in the ring. So um, uh, definitely uh, Kelly Klein from Ring of Honor, 
are always a pleasure, and we all we have a similar mindset and build, so that always helps. And um, and as far as a favorite match scenario, uh, it was part of the, the the weekend that I won the scholarship. Was I was able to wrestle Awesome Kong uh, Karma, and that was a thing where it was like a uh, a surprise. It wasn't. It was complete. They called me up like an hour before the actual match happened, and I, I wow. ran and did it. So it, was, it wasn't something that I could get in my own head about. You know, it was like a come on. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really pass that up, uh, but definitely intimidating, right? Yeah, absolutely. But she uh, completely a sweetheart and completely open to ideas. Oh yeah, and wasn't like, well, we're doing this. It was more like, well, what do you want to do? And then it was like, oh, well, that's a great idea. Absolutely, we'll do that. I like that (laughs) transition, you know. So so it was it was really cool to work with her, and I I haven't seen her since, you know, at all. Period. So um, I would love to see her as I've I've definitely transformed in the past few years. All right, our friend uh, Trey out there, Traegar. I know he's a uh, uh, big following the the the, the ladies wrestling scene, uh, uh, traveling out to Chicago for for the Rise and uh, Shimmer event, I believe. Uh, he wants me to ask about uh, the match that turned into a street fight with uh, Soraya Knight in Rise. Yep, Soraya, Soraya. Sora. People, I, don't know, <laughs> I believe it's Soraya. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she would hit, hit me in the face if I said it incorrectly. So it's a fifty fifty shot. Um, but I can tell you, first of all, the, in the beginning of that day, uh, we did the seminar, and to learn from her and Cole Cabana was great, part of the, the RISE seminar. And I went out there, you know, I, I, I have a great trainers here, but learning from different people and different perspectives is great because wrestling is different flavors of ice cream, right, different different ways to do things. So um, to learn from both of them was great, and then to have the opportunity to, to actually work with her was one of the most intense experiences I've ever had in my life. It was like, uh, I always equate going and wrestling a match to a dream. It always feels like you're, you you go to sleep and then you wake up and you're like, did that actually really just happen? I'm not too sure. But that I definitely, I can say that it felt like a complete dream looking back on it. That's awesome. He has another question that I believe he says is shine related. Uh says to ask you about um, what C4 is going to do now that they are down to one person. Uh, completely dominate still. We don't need four people. And uh, at the uh, this uh, come next week, uh, I'm going to be in a triple threat tag team match for those Shine Championships tag team championships with mm-hmm. uh, with Miss Amber O'Neill. So I don't see how that would be a bad start to start 2017. So. Can you um I just uh, just for a little background for those that maybe not not familiar with uh, what is C4? C4 is a, a group. Um, we originally had um, Amazon Andrea part of it. Uh, she was eliminated from our from Shine um, last show, but we also have Lufisto, Amber O'Neill, and myself. And we all have had a gripe with Shine Wrestling, considering because we just felt like we weren't utilized to our best. Um, each one of us for different reasons, but we found a common ground with that. Um, I found myself doing everything right as far as showing up, as far as paying my dues, as far as being just thrown in matches of, of fatal four-way matches, show after show, and dominating all of them, but still not really getting any recognition. So we found ourselves together on the same platform and created C4, the explosive time bomb, ticking. Um, and we, like I said, we had a, a match last 
Shine and which one of our members had was had to leave Shine. That was one of the stipulations. And unfortunately, one of our, our backbone, our muscle, Andrea, was eliminated from Shine. But that doesn't mean that we are C3. We're still C4. <laughs> and we are still going to take over and keep dominating Shine because that's what we do. That's awesome. I, I know uh, the, the, the Rise event in Chicago, I believe you were a part of, was um was a, pr- a pretty big deal for 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 women's wrestling getting a lot of people together uh you know what was it like being being part of an event like that it was really cool and as far as you know so much energy being pushed to that by kevin harvey and all the people involved with shimmer too um but kevin harvey really took that and that was his baby you know and he just the man never sleeps <laughs> he's still he's now promoting rise too which is going to be in california um, and he's just so just uh, very perceptive and very uh, understanding and very critical at the same time because, you know, you're sending in promos and he's always saying how they can be better and trying to promote not only Rise, but the idea is for everyone to be promoted, everyone to get a bigger name, everyone to get more experience. So that's what it's all about. It's just making women's wrestling better. And it's so great to have so much positive energy toward women's wrestling in general. That's awesome. All right, we'd like to end off the the uh, interview with a couple uh, standard questions here. First of all, what are you watching these days? What's kind of got your attention in uh, pro wrestling? Um, a lot of NXT stuff, and I'm a huge Kevin Owens fan, so I just I go back and I watch a lot of Kevin Owens stuff from Ring of Honor and um, whatever else. So lots of Kevin Owens stuff, NXT stuff, um, any type of you know, women's match I can get as far as a Sarah Del Rey or a Natalia or a Beth Phoenix. I go back and watch as much as I can. Um, so a little bit of everything, to be honest, but I think everyone probably says that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Either that or, or I can't watch anything. It's too much wrestling, et cetera. <laughs> so. Well, if, if it's too, well, and that's just my opinion, but uh, if it's too much, then maybe this is not. What, never mind. No, I think I think it depends on what I think it depends on what point I catch people in their career. You know, so <laughs> that's, true. that's very very true. Absolutely, I completely one hundred percent agree. Yep. Yeah. So uh, and so also you've been at this for a little bit here. What's the best and the worst thing you can take us any way you want uh, about indie, indie wrestling? Um, the best thing, I mean, from what I've, what I think my understanding is there's so much creative liberty, uh, compared to maybe other places that you can go, um, to what you want to do, which is also the scary thing, right? Because as far as a character, you are your character, you are your merchandise, you are your business. So it's either a success or a fall flat on your face type thing. Um, but the, at the same time, you know, you can put so much energy into it. And it, it'd be great, or it could it could fail. So, and the the energy of the fans is so great. Uh, I can give you an example. I'll put him put him out there. A gentleman named Papa Hales. Everyone really enjoys his energy and his his enthusiasm. But he's just one example of how fans uh, pr- push their energy on us and just make indie wrestling and wrestling period so much better. You know, so um, just being a part of that, and you know, unfortunately, anywhere for independent wrestling or I think life in general is, you know, there's, there's snakes, there's, there's negative people, there's bad apples in the bunch. But if you just keep on the positivity of things, it, that you just have, that's how you have to look at things in general, or else you just make drive yourself insane. That's awesome. Where can people find you online? 
picture on Twitter at the Twitter machine, the Twitter uh, at Lady K Brink, L-A-D-Y-K-B-R-I-N-K. That also is on Instagram. Um, Facebook is uh, Kennedy Brink, K-E-N-N-A-D-I-B-R-I-N-K. And you can email me. I have T-shirts available. I have 8x10s available. You can all work that out through PayPal. And that's Kennedy, K-E-N-N-A-D-I, Brink, B-R-I-N-K, at gmail.com. You ever cut a Mr. Kennedy-style promo in the ring? Uh, at WrestleMania 25 in Houston, Texas, when I had to be a fan actor. Awesome. Before, before I was training, before I was training, mind you, I did an impersonation contest. I lost to a Hulk Hogan, but I was interviewed uh. by a British... I know. I think I should have won, though. A lot of people came up to me and said I should have won. And... Um, I was interviewed by a British television like uh, people, so that was kind of cool, and I did it again. Obviously, but, no, the, I will not do it obviously, <laughs> obviously, the Hulk Hogan had creative control. So, exactly, I completely <laughs> agree. I even the, the guy even pretended to drop the microphone for me. That was kind of cool. Awesome! Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, go check her out. Uh, find her whenever she's coming to your town, and don't miss it. And of course, she's involved with the the, the rise and, and all kinds of events. Uh, look look her up where fine independent professional wrestling is sold, or YouTube. And also, you did do an appearance on, again, with the um, Ellering on Women of Honor Wrestling for Ring of Honor. So go check that out yeah. as well. One of the first things that pops up on YouTube. Definitely recommend it. So thank you so much for joining me. And guys, let us know, who do you want us to talk to? Um, we're taking a lot of suggestions, and they're getting on the show lately. Uh, hit us up at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. Like I said, good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And please support our efforts here at Patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show we really appreciate everything you're doing to support this show and supporting indie wrestling so until next time please continue to support indie wrestling this show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com